from Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 531. Today's show is brought to you by Pen Chalet and Sane Box. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. <laughs> Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm back, baby. Jet lagged. Yep, got home back, yesterday baby. morning. Um, it, it was a real long day. I'm still recovering. So I left. Like, I woke up in Memphis mm-hmm. at, like, I don't know, let's say, like, 7 or 8 a.m. Memphis time. And then I went to sleep the next day mm-hmm. at 11 p.m. London time. Oof. With like one hour of sleep in the middle of that. <laughs> so I fell asleep for an hour on the plane. Yeah. I'm not sure how long I was awake for. But I think that's a really long time. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. That's the type of math that breaks your brain, but you yeah. feel it deep in your bones. Yeah, all <laughs> I know like, is like... I am not right. I was awake in a, re- a regular morning time and asleep regular daytime the next day in another mm-hmm. country. Yes. So that doesn't <laughs> feel like that was good. But it was one of those things where I wanted to sleep on the plane on the way home, but couldn't. And us, it was one of those ones where it's like the plane took off at like four o'clock in the afternoon or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It's like it's too early to go to sleep, right? Right. And it arrived right. at like 7 a.m. And so I didn't really have a choice. And also I know if I went to sleep in the daytime, like Adina took a nap for a few hours and it sorted mm-hmm. her out big time. But I know for me, that's not good for me. I'm not going to feel good in that situation. So I just powered all the way through, and I and I made it work. Yes, Kate thinks I, I was awake for basically thirty four hours with a one hour gap, mm, and that sounds okay. about that sounds about right. Yeah, with the the travel gap, yeah, probably so. I'm definitely on the Adina plan where I could take that nap and be okay. Where Mary Beth, my wife, uh, would be on your plan, she would just have to power through because it would record more to take like a two or three hour nap. Or I something get so like confused. So. I don't know where I am. I don't know what day it is. I hate, <laughs> I hate napping. I really hate napping. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you sound good. Like you sound like you're 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 up and at them. Uh, yeah. I think is maybe uh, you're still maybe on the high from the uh, the whole event. Can you yeah. can you give us a quick recap, all of us pen addicts who yeah. uh, who who caught the the ongoings last week? So I was in Memphis for the podcastathon for St Jude because we are raising money for St Jude all the way through September this year, uh, and like we do every year, but we're focus we're putting the focus on the entire month of September this year because September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. So for the fourth consecutive year, the Relay FM community is coming together to support the life saving mission of St Jude Children's Research Hospital, finding cures and saving children because cancer kills more children under the age of fourteen than any other disease. And that is a horrifying thing to think about. But because of generous supporters like you, St. Jude creates more clinical trials for pediatric cancer than any other children's hospital in the U.S. And because it's a research hospital, it takes what it learns and shares it with everybody else. Like, for example, in 2021, so very recently, one of the trials that St. Jude uh, undertook reported a more than 20-point improvement in survival rates for high-risk neuroblastoma, which is the second most common solid tumor in children. And they did it using an antibody produced at the St. Jude campus. What I love about being in Memphis, being at St. Jude, is getting to experience the warmth, the care, the enthusiasm from these people. You know, we are very lucky to be able to 
spend a lot of time with people at St. Jude who have either, you know, they raise money professionally or they're on the fundraising kind of teams. There, We meet doctors, we meet patients, we meet many survivors. We had a wonderful segment during the show uh, from two cancer survivors uh, who came together and they met when they were kids. They both work for St. Jude um, and they got married. <laughs> and it's just Amazing. like, just Joel and Lindsay, wonderful people. Um, so you, basically, I want you to go and check out the podcast online if you haven't. It's on our YouTube channel now. Um, so you can go there and you can like skip around. Some very helpful people have put some timestamps in. So if you want to jump around to different segments, because really it's become like a, like a, a variety show now, I kind of is a way I think about it. Um, right. And it's getting, you know, it was really great this year because we were back in person again. Uh, it was wonderful fun um, for eight hours and we raised more money during this podcast-a-thon than we have during any other. So that was just an incredible thing that we're so thankful for. Everybody that tuned in and donated. But it's not just about the podcast-a-thon. We're raising money, as I said, for the whole month because we're doing the work here to uh, try and fight and end, destroy, remove childhood cancer from becoming a thing. So if you go to stjude.org slash relay, you can donate. You can sign up to become a fundraiser yourself too so you can spread it out across uh, your like local community, your friend group, your office place. Um, if you donate, we have uh, gifts available. You can find out more about those when you go to the page. If you sign up to fundraise, we have incentives of exclusive Relay FM merchandise, which is available there too. So go to stjude.org slash Relay and you can find out more. And Brad, do you want to tell our listeners why they especially want to donate or maybe donate again if they haven't already? <laughs> no, I'm busy watching you uh, eat some some gummy something. Yeah, there's some horrifying uh, gifts on here. In the, so <laughs> <you know. laughs> it's really great. So one of the things that I have done for the past few years is get with a bunch of uh, friends in the community who donate different items to a raffle that I run at the Pen Addict. Um, it's the Pen Addict Raffle for St. Jude. We run it for most of the month of September. We'll talk about the dates here in just a second because it's ending soon. But Mike, the support and commitment to all of our friends um, that we work with a lot, that we get to see at pen shows, that we talk to online, that are often sponsors of our show, have really come out in full force. So we've talked about all of the products that we launched with and what tends to happen and, and, and as I've shown over the years, it tends to gain real momentum as the weeks go on because, which is the reason why we run this for uh, several weeks for a lot of people to get in on the action and see all the cool stuff. So coming back from Orlando, I brought home with me a River City Pins Bonaire eyedropper. I think you would actually like this pin, Mike, even though it's small. It's a really cool material in there. And this is in addition to everything we've talked about the, the two weeks ago when Mike was on. We have a Retro 51 30th anniversary tornado rollerball did you ever get this pen this looks like a mic pen no it was always one of those ones where i was like oh i should get that and just didn't mm -hmm. you know what i mean You'd right sure right that. 
We have a beautiful kit of stationery from Amarillo Stationery. This the little ink sample box holder is just amazing. I opened it up on stream yesterday to get a good look at that because I was uh, really impressed with it. Um, out of left field, Mike came the Bungu Box 10th anniversary <laughs> Pilot 823 Fuji, yep. Fujiyama Blue. So I want to thank Bruce and Kairu for donating that. That's to- a pen we haven't gotten to speak about yet. Yeah, because, oh, that's a whole segment. Let's save that till next week because yep. it might have shipped by then. Yep. Um. So we'll we'll talk about that. And spoiler alert: if I'm saying it might have shipped, I did get one, but it was a, it was a whole process, and and I think that's worth spending mm-hmm. some time. So noted for next week. We'll do a, a full uh, Fujiyama Blue segment. But uh, thank you to Bungu Box for donating this, um, to raffle uh for the to help raise raise money and then we have uh our friend uh dave at blank slate paper co um who can where you can go build your own notepads your perfect notepads we have some gift cards for three packs of their pads we have not one mike but two beautiful Kanalea pens the Levalani and the manta both of those are pictured here in the in the post um again this is just knockout fantastic stuff from our, our friends over at Canalea. And um, we have the plotter. Um, you know, I'm a big, big plotter fan. Uh, you know, these days I've been using my plotter the most and I've been talking with plotter a bunch and they offered up one of their brand new fifth anniversary sets. So they made some special edition, um, you know, a special edition uh, setup for the plotter in the Bible size with this new green cover that is the fifth anniversary edition of the cover. And it's got a lot of additional accessories and colors and accoutrements. And it's just, this is not it. Like I have at least two more things to add today. And you have, listeners of this show, you have until September 7, tw- September 26th at midnight Eastern time. That's Monday. What, what date were you going to say? Yeah, I don't know. September really 7, 26. Sure. <laughs> I was yeah, reading sorry. the entirety. I was reading the whole range and then got this. thrown off. There were too many numbers. Oh, yeah. well, you're going to get your, you're going to get, you're going to have your moment here in a minute. So, don't so don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, so midnight Monday, the 26th Eastern Time, is the last time you have uh, to get in your donations for the this particular part of our fundraising for St. Jude. And I just can't thank everyone enough. We'll have a link in the show notes for you to go check out all of the um, wonderful uh, raffle prizes that uh, have been donated to help us uh, raise money for the kids and it's just beautiful to see the community come together every year for this and the active uh, participation that we get from everyone in sharing and uh, donating and uh, mm-hmm. all all of the stuff so it, it's been fantastic to see and uh, we'll have a, a final recap for everyone on, ne- on next Wednesday's show I want to just remind people so what you have to do is you can make a donation mm-hmm. you can donate to stjude.org slash relay. You can donate to any of the sub campaigns that are a part of the overall Relay FM effort this year, uh, which you may have come across as you may not. If you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. Go to stjude.org slash relay. Uh, for every $10 that you donate, you will receive one entry into the raffle, provided that you forward a copy of your donation receipt to stjude at penaddict.com with 2022 raffle in the subject line. These are all on the page, which will be in the show notes. You must do this before noon Eastern on September 26th. 
to be entered. For every $10 that you donate, it's one t it's one entry. So if you donate at $100, you get 10 entries, etc. I will I would also like to um, point our listeners to another Relay FM podcast related raffle that's going mm -hmm. on right now that they may, may be of interest in, which is for a gold Mark mm. 1. These are wild. This is unbelievable. <laughs> it is a Mike sent me these pictures yep. and I was like, whoa. This is a steel like the Apollo. So it's, the, it's the second steel model that they've done. It is gold PVD coated, bead blast finish on the body, polished knock. If you make a donation of at least $20, that gets you one raffle ticket for this. And you have to put thoroughly considered in the comments field of the donation and then forward a copy to hello at studioneat.com before October 1st. There will be five winners selected at random, plus the top donor of the campaign will also get one. So Wonderful. if you want to make sure you get one, I think at the moment you have to donate $31,000, but you know maybe you want the pen that much. <laughs> uh, I have joked with them if like potentially one of these people will take over the Studio Neat factory, right? It's like the golden ticket right. kind of deal they got going on over Ooh, there. Yeah. So I put, no, I put a link to that in the show notes too. If you also want to enter for that, I recommend people enter for both of them because you know what this does? You may win something, but it also goes to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Exactly. And that's why we're doing it. So yep. we appreciate all of y'all's participation. Yeah, And, and I, I know you've done month. this and you've said this and I'm sure you've had the communication to people, but I also want to extend a public thank you to everybody who submits something into the Pen Attic Raffle prize pot. Mm -hmm. um, I really appreciate people that do that. I know that there's real money in these products. Right. Um, so I want to thank it's a big deal. all of the vendors and all of the companies that, that submit something for that. Yeah, it's a, it's a real big deal, and um, you know we really really appreciate their participation. It's just it's fantastic, fantastic mm -hmm. to see. All right, should we take a break and then talk about the king? <laughs> I cannot wait. This episode of the Pen Addict is brought to you by Pen Chalet. Pen Chalet sell authentic, amazing products from your favorite brands. Whether you're looking for a Lamy fountain pen, whether you're looking for a Sailor Fountain Pen. Maybe you're looking for a new Caveco. Maybe you want a Pelican. doesn't matter what you want. Go to Pen Chalet. See if they got it. They run special discounts. They're adding new pens. Every month you're going to find new stuff over on Pen Chalet. They have fast and reliable customer service. And as well as pens, they also sell the accessories that you're going to need. Whether you want a carrying case or a pen holder or a refill or a fountain pen converter or ink or whatever you're looking for, Pen Chalet have got it. They do... Free shipping on orders of over $75 in the U.S., and they sell internationally with great shipping rates too. Pen Chalet have low prices on high-quality products, and they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. One of my favorite things about Pen Chalet is how much they love Pen Addict listeners. So much, in fact, that they do two things. They'll give you 10% off anything at Pen Chalet, and also they bring together, they curate a selection of discounts just for you. All you need to do is go to penchalet.com and click the podcast link at the top of the website and enter the password penaddict to be able to see information about all of this. Like, what is there right now, Brad? Before we get to the sale page, I do want to mention a pen that we have talked about about a month ago. The Caveco Original is now available at mm -hmm. Chalet, and you can use our coupon code to get 10% off that. This is the full link size sport pen. Uh-huh that I am very interested in getting. And it was one of those things. It's like, hey, 
here's this new pin that's coming. Then Kaveka, Kaveka was like, yeah, you're all about a month ahead of schedule. Oh, so now they all had one. to pull it. Yeah, they had to pull it down. But it was like, I get, again, it was like a, not a nefarious thing. It's just like about a month off in the timeline. So now it is back uh, available. It comes in a few different options. So I'm going to have to look around and explore that. So you should go, you should go check that out. Um, as well as all of the wonderful discounts they have uh, with the Monteverdi One Touch Stylus, the new Conklin, all, or the classic Conklin All American Olive Wood Fountain Pens, Mike. Again, the, the, uh, secrets are much, much uh, lower down the page, like the Pelican M205 Demonstrator. One of my favorite pens, the Y Studio Resin Fountain Pen. That's I don't, I can't say the price. Um, I guess I could say the price. I'm not going to say the price, but you should go see it if you ever uh, considered that. That is a personal favorite of mine. That is just at a ridiculous price point right now. And just a whole litany of other amazing pens on this page. So go check it out at uh, Penchalet. Make sure you use the code that you find when you enter Pen Addict into the uh, podcast uh, field on the sale page. So if you want to go and find this for yourself, that's penchalet.com, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com. Click the podcast link at the top of the website and use the password Pen Addict to find out more. Michael. Bradley, I feel like you're a little bit off the hook, given that we've had a week <laughs> to decompress from all of the royal pen content that mm-hmm. we got. Um, first off, let's say you know the the queen passed. Like that's no no joking matter, right? But um, yeah, this is know, I haven't actually spoken about it on any show. Mm-hmm. Um, affected me greatly i'm very sad and Mm. it felt very weird for me to immediately be leaving the uk and to not be here during this time has actually been quite emotionally affecting for me Mm -hmm. people have varying beliefs and 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 feelings about the royal family but i am a supporter and lover of the royal family i think it's one of the things that makes our country great you can disagree with me and that's fine it's up to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I was, it really hurt um, when the Queen passed away. It was a big shock at that moment. Like it, we knew it was coming. Like mm-hmm. we've known it's been coming for a long time. It feels like it's been kind of speeding up at an ever increasing pace. But to go from literally one day, she, mm-hmm. there is pictures of her swearing in our new prime minister to passing away the next day. Yep. It was a big shock and yeah it i really kind of like had this weird feeling of not doing my duty as a as a british person by not being here so like i didn't even get to see the funeral live like we had to watch some of it afterwards just so it was weird it was definitely weird but we have yeah. a king now which is also very strange. Like, <laughs> you know, people say like, yeah, the money changes, right? Because we've got the, the oh, money true. will change, the stamps will change. True. Brad, our national anthem has changed. Ah, uh, yeah. Like this is all you've known for your entire life and you're yeah. young. Yeah, I mean, compared to her yeah, reign. Seven like, you're years. Very it's young. like most people alive in this country have only, have only <laughs> right. known with Queen Elizabeth. Right. So. Right, so all of the the ramifications just from her for her passing, just in the the standard day to day stuff, yep. um, is is 
quite uh, overwhelming to think about, right? Like, and I, I can't even imagine being over there. And like, I talked to you, it was the day you were packing to leave was the day she passed. I was like, oh man, it's like, yep. what is, what's, you know, what's Mike up to? But, you know, as, as sad as it was, as, as the internet tends to work, um, the, the content starts happening and... Fortunately for me, maybe unfortunately for you, the the pen content of your new king has been astonishing. It's next right? level. It's this like, like the moment stuff, yeah. I've lived for my entire life because yep. it wasn't once. Like it wasn't one bit of pen content that we got. Hey, you know, we're signing over like the what are, not the transition papers. What do we call the the proclamations and things yep. like that? Oh, here's you know, it's not. It wasn't what pen is King Charles using. Well, no, was, that was how it started. <laughs> well, it started with someone else. I I guess I don't know what the 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 member uh, of of the the group was called that that had the the initial image was hey someone is signing official documentations a documentation with a pi- a pilot disposable fountain pen <laughs> the v pen which is like you know 12 for you know a, a dozen for 20 dollars or 20 pounds um they're signing like one of the most official documents uh, in in the country with this disposable, not even just like a disposable rollerball, like a disposable fountain pen. Yeah. It was like, what is even happening here? Well, you know, for me, I get that, right? Like people were, I mean, I'm look, here's the thing. I think it's just the same for him that like you are going with in that moment, whatever you find to be the most comfortable for you. Mm. right like he's using it's some kind of nice fountain pen right you think you know what it it is no 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 you you can see he's using he's using something else he's not using a pilot varsity oh no not the not the king but the the initial image that came out is the king is using that one right that's what i'm assuming he feels comfortable with yeah 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 if you're one of the other people, if you're not comfortable with that, don't use that, right? Like, this is an incredibly important document, which is why also there's this other thing, like this video footage of him, like, trying to get people to remove things from the desk. Yeah. Right? And this is like a whole other meme, because it's like, look, I have an incredibly important, why is all this crap on the desk? Look at what I'm doing here. Like, I get it in that moment, right? Well, like, I have the most important thing I've ever done in my entire life, Mm-hmm. And there's just crap all over the desk. Right? Yeah. And you know, so he's moving the ink wells, which mm-hmm. are he is actually using, but the tray he's trying to get off, like that's my favorite part when he's making the face and like get It's this a tray full desk. of pilot varsities. It's the tray. And of it makes like, I don't understand <laughs> why that was there. I got I it must have been from the previous, you know, the like the previous pages where you know the first person had like the main picture that got out with the the lefty using the um the pilot uh, the V pen, and it's just like six or eight more V pens in this little tray, <laughs> and on his desk while he's got his nice pen. Right, we found out later that we it's allegedly a Mont Blanc one forty six solid solitaire. Right which is a beautiful, beautiful pen. I, I have comments on that uh, later, but the get this junk off my desk face is just, it It was everything for me. Um, but that, I think that might have come after 
The uh, no, I think that was maybe before whatever okay, so what I this think last. Was, yeah, that happened before, but I think this yeah. ended up becoming viral after the. I don't even know where, like, why this was filmed, but like there was a right. video of him. It's like, like a CBS sub- News subterfuge thing, and it's like he's. I no, I don't think it was. I because I, mm. I don't think anyone would be able to put that in the room. It was something being filmed, mm-hmm. and he's signing a document. And he then just has this thing that he's really mad about. It's like a visitor's book or whatever. Yes. I'm looking at this article. And he's just saying, oh, I hate this pen. It's going everywhere. <laughs> and he says, I can't bear this bloody thing. Every stinking it's- time he gets up. And I just loved it because we've all been in these moments, right? Yeah. The pen isn't working the way that we want it to. And it's like, yep. why, did, why did I keep making me use this freaking pen? I hate this pen. <laughs> it's very good. My favorite parts were the all the handkerchiefs coming out. So not only his for the ink on his hands. Well, here comes one of the aides as he passes it over to yep. Camilla, and like it's just filthy. Like you can see the black, <laughs> black ink everywhere, yep. and the aide comes over with his his handkerchiefs coming out, and and Camilla's like, oh, my goodness. So hang hang on, we got to rewind. Kate's Kate saying that the lefty that was using the the pilot was Prince William, really. I, I I that's the first time hearing of that. Like I was I, I didn't know who was signing that um that document. I knew he was left handed, but I wasn't sure whose picture. Because yeah, that picture that we got was only a hand. Yeah. Was, wow, that's unbelievable. Because at first, people thought that was King Charles yes. using the V pen. Right. Right. So wow. Yeah. So that that may potentially answer that, or there's another lefty. Gotcha. 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 So yeah, that's wild. But this whole thing just it it turned into just. Uh, a madhouse on Twitter yep. as as it does, and especially filling my feeds. I was like taken aback like the entire day of looking at all of this pen content on there. And there's even more stuff that you put in, like uh, some of the fan stuff, right? Yep. They were uh, handing there's him pens. There's a good pens. TikTok that I saw on Twitter mm-hmm. where like he's meeting people in the lines, you know, etc. And someone gives him a pen and says, just in case, and he starts laughing. <laughs> And I just think it's like a real great moment, you know, like, yeah, just in case. So like he takes it and he just starts laughing, which I also like because it he shows that he is aware of the fact that this has become like a. Yes. Right. Because if if he didn't know, that's not funny to him. Right. Right. You know, yeah, because it's it's over and over and over again. That's yeah. the thing that that we don't normally get in this type of situation. Normally, it's like, okay, what's that pen? Or here's a little quick pen foible, and we're done, and we move on. It just kept on coming because, like Kate mentioned in the chat, there's a lot of things to sign, <laughs> yeah. and it's all on TV. Like everything is recorded. Um, this is what and, what I love about my king. Now, it's mm-hmm. just it's just a funny thing to, because it's like that. You know the meme, right? Nothing but mm-hmm. respect for my king. Yes, it's like I've I was kind of playing on that a little bit. But like <laughs> he clearly is discerning about his yeah. pens, right? So let let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. So my question, and I think it's probably unanswerable, unanswerable question, is what? Why don't we have an English maker represented on this most important day from a pen perspective? Right? Why are we not getting some some classic English? Why are Why are we using? I mean, Mont Blanc is is world known. It's also a German made pen. But no problem with that. But yeah. we're we're now becoming the king of this country, and this country has a long history of of writing instruments and has current manufacturers 
in the country, why it was not, it didn't seem to be like a consideration, right? The, the, the pin is obviously not a consideration because you know, the tray of the pilot V pins and the, the, the son's gift of the Mont Blanc. Um, yeah, I'm like, still thinking none there's of this a reason is... for that V pen, by the way, because such a specific thing. I don't think they just went to the local WH Smith and uh, picked true. up what it was on the shelf. Like, I think that's there's what something... a lot of people were saying. No, I I reckon there's something about that, right? Because if, if you were gonna just choose a pen, you choose a gel pen, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think I expect that there is a reason. It's like something about the ink or whatever, and they're like, "This is what we need for this," right? Mm-hmm. Like, That's my biggest remaining question: is the ink used? Yeah. I don't know that I'll ever get a, a, well, never, a no. an answer on that. But like, I, the I reckon stuff, there is can... a reason for that, or it's like they decided it was like a decision was made. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to use a fountain pen for this, and then if that's the case, like, what is the easiest one to get for most people? Like, what you know, like I reckon that there is a a reason there. So, like, let's put that one to the side. Like that, yeah. the fact that they had them all there and nobody else used their own pens, like th- that is like a consistency thing that they did. I guess, but I it expect, could still be a British pen. Like, why don't they go get a bunch of euchres? Like, that wouldn't have made any. That wouldn't have been what? any work. The euchres. I have you know, no your, idea what you're talking about. Yeah, that's your favorite pen that you were used when you grow up. Y o o k e r s euchres. You know you the little pencils about? you have. Why? We'll say that again. Y o o k e r s. Yeah, yeah. That was your like one of your the student pens, right? Oh no, that's the no. I'm yikes, yikes. yikes. I got them confused. Yikes. Okay, yes, yikes, yikes. and euchres. Sorry, but I don't Euchers even know if that was a British brand. Thing. And anyway, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> uh, here's the reason, Brad, and, and like genuinely, I just don't think that there there is a brand where it is like as prevalent enough that it even makes sense anymore. Like I can't well, even think of one. Yeah, the Queen used Parker, which was a French brand. So, yeah, because Parker we have... used to have this English connotation to it, right? Mm-hmm. But it mm-hmm. doesn't anymore. Like this is the thing. Right. So the way I see it is like they went with the Pilot Varsity because whatever, and that Mont Blanc, I expect someone gave him that, and he yeah. loves it. Like I could imagine Camilla bought him that. Well, the story I got was uh, was uh, it was um, it was Harry and uh, William. There you go. But See, that's I what I imagine. I don't, I don't have a link to that. Like, but In my, that moment, mm-hmm. he wanted to use something that was like personal. I agree. So I that's agree. why he picked that and they didn't just put whatever they wanted in his hand. Because mm-hmm. also, if he said he didn't want to use the pilot varsity, what are you going to do? He's the king now, right? You can't right. just be like, sir, please <laughs> use the pen. Say, no, I'm going <laughs> to use this one. I make uh, the rules. Yeah. <laughs> I'm king now. Look at well, me. Look at me. I'm king now. You know? Like, yeah. So it was a it was a bad week, you know, that the the queen passed, albeit mm-hmm. expected. But you know, I'm not gonna lie, this was this was just a, a pure joy as a pen fan to see everyone like all these news outlets talking about all the king's pens, and it was just it was just nonstop, and it was it was glorious there for a minute. So uh, <laughs> we'll see what. Well, that's probably the the, the bulk of the pen content we'll get going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of the monarchy, uh, just because of all the uh, the cameras around and all of the transition documents that had to be signed and yeah, and this all of is, that. So we're at the height of the king needs a pen season, right? You know, or at least <laughs> right. that like that you're gonna see. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like, so we'll, a pen. we'll see if the 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 Mont Blanc is is going to be his pen for for the future future signing documents. And I like you say, you know, being an important pen to him, it probably will be. So that's uh, just super interesting. Super interesting. Uh, 
you know, how this all played out. That, I still have so many questions. And also hearing last week's show with CY, which was fantastic, mm. by the way. Yes. Thank you to CY. For Shout out, him. CY. Um, I want a Mont Blanc. Well, <laughs> well, Mike, let me tell you. Tell me what? About this Mont Blanc that you're going to own. But I thought we were maybe doing oh, a sponsor first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. This is not going to be the Mont Blanc for me, but I'm surprised about it anyway. Um, I also just related. I kind of do. I've had a Mont Blanc. I, just, I still have a Mont Blanc. Um, but I want a different Mont Blanc, uh, a, a larger, a, a traditional, better style and fitted for me. But Mike, I got a link about a month ago, maybe more. And I thought I might have shared it with you, but I might not have. I, I had only seen this for the first time this morning. Okay. I, um, I didn't feel the imagery I got was fit for public consumption because it is such an outlier that I didn't think it was real. But there was a more um, more detailed imagery. I'm showed still up. not sure I believe it's real, Brad. This is so strange to me. Of the Naruto Mont Blanc. Why is this a thing? And this shouldn't be a thing. Why is this a thing? Why of all brands? <laughs> is it Mont Blanc? I don't know. So, speaking of CY, <laughs> <laughs> he and Jacob covered it on this week's Tokyo Inklings. I told uh, I told CY in, on, the, on our episode that I'm usually like a month behind, but I had time yeah. this morning. I was listening to other podcasts. I was like, oh, let me listen to this one. And it was like the last segment, They CY had a link to the Naruto Ink, which they think might be Lucky Orange. You know how we've talked about how- That looks like Lucky Orange. Uh, Mont Blanc how, uh, reuses yeah. the inks, right? It's just the one ink, and then they'll stick the, the current, um, you know, whatever- project they're working on and it'll be the same previous ink so that's a whole thing um and i get the ink but we have i this is a pen unlike anything i've ever seen from mont blanc a collaboration unlike anything i've ever seen it's all the way down to the luggage um <sighs> trying to confirm this has been hard right like some of the links that i've seen like don't even work it seems real it also seems very I mean, at this exterior point, it also to the pin like, base, like someone could yeah. just make it. Yes, yeah. but it looks like it could just be an elaborate prank on you. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. And so, see why I mentioned that this is actually looks almost to be like a store exclusive setup, not like a, a wide, one of their wider. It, they, it looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. It is it not also for me. looks like, like the body of the pens is in, are engraved. Yeah, like engraved and etched, and yeah. then some part of it colored in, part of it not. Right, so like weird. it's really detailed, as Montblanc does on their special editions. It's really detailed. Um, the the clip treatment is awesome. I I I don't follow the Montblanc stuff that much, and usually the barrels are like really detailed, or there'll be a new clip design. This is like an anodized clip orange. Um, it's it looks great. It looks <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> If you're into Naruto, like this is, I guess, the one for you. Yeah, like even CY said, he's like, I want, I like, I'm, I've never watched Naruto, but I want this pen, and I, I've never watched Naruto either. I do not want this pen, but I love this pen, and I find the whole idea 
of this pin fastening. Like this is one of the things that like I get really excited about seeing because it doesn't make sense, but apparently I think it's real because like I said, I'd have to look and see where I got the first image of this and it was not even a, as good a quality image of, as, as these are that we have linked in the show notes. It was at least a month ago. And like, there's no way this is real. Like, I'm not going to talk about this. I'm not going to share this <laughs> at all. Like, this is fake and it might be real. So there you go. It's so interesting to me. I, I find the whole thing fascinating. And honestly, I think it's beautiful um, for in the right people like are you just going to eat this up. Like we saw the uh, the pilot Sterling Silver Pokemon pens like they instantly sold out. Right. And that was a really small run and just a beautiful pen. And like as someone who's not a Pokemon fan like myself. Um, I, I, like I would own one of those pens. They're just fascinating to me. So it's great. Wild. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you run down to your local Mont Blanc store. Yeah. Or maybe this one specific store. I forget. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to go. We'll put a link into the latest, uh, Tokyo Inklings podcast. They mentioned the store name, but I did not copy that down. I was just listening earlier this morning. This episode is brought to you by Samebox. Inbox Zero is a thing of the past because we're all inundated these days with so much email. It's not about responding to everything. It's about responding just to the important things, the messages that really matter. And Samebox helps you get to them by getting your email inbox in order. It works on top of your existing setup. You don't have to create new accounts or anything like that. You don't have to switch email providers. You have to download a new app. Samebox just makes everything you're currently using better. If you've ever met somebody who's used Samebox, you'll know that the initial Samebox purge can be really powerful because after that cleanup that it will do for you, Samebox will automatically put a bunch of email in some folders that you can deal with later on and then will allow you to manage your daily emails more efficiently from there. So one of my favorite things about Samebox, is so it creates a bunch of uh, like filters and, and folders for you so it can put email where it's meant to go. So all of my newsletters go to my Say News folder. Email from you know new people, people I've not interacted with before, uh, maybe some pictures, that kind of stuff. It all goes to a folder called Sane Later, and I can deal with that when I want to. They also have a feature called the Sane Black Hole, which is like a manual thing where if you get email from someone or else you get signed up for some list and you don't ever want to see it again and you don't want to click through to the unsubscribe because then you might tell them that you're there. You just drag it to the same black hole and you're never going to see email from those people ever again. Making sure that your unwanted emails just continue to go down. They have a reminder function called same reminders. So if you uh, have sent something to someone and you want to hear from them again, same reminders can help you do that. It like resurfaces the email so you can check on it later on. You can snooze emails with Samebox. So if you're using an app or a service that doesn't have email snoozing, Samebox can let you do all of that. It really is amazing. And all of this works with any email client, uh, any app that you're using, anywhere that you check your email. We have 600 reviews on Trustpilot and glowing reviews from TechCrunch, Forbes, The New York Times, and emails everywhere, including me. You can rest assured that you're going to fall in love with email again. See how Samebox can magically remove distractions from your inbox with a two-week trial. Visit samebox.com slash penaddict to start your two-week free trial today and get a $25 credit. That's S-A-N-E-B-O-X dot com slash penaddict. Our thanks to Samebox for the support of this show and Relay FM. All right, we have a few new things I wanted to uh, approach. Uh, first up, we have a new series on the Panatic blog called Meet Your Maker, Uh-oh. which I, <laughs> I love that. I love that name in a, in a, in a creepy kind of way. Um, this is an idea that was pitched to me by a reader. 
uh, of the blog, uh, Caroline, and I, we've been working on this for the past couple months and thinking about, you know, who she really wanted to do an interview series and didn't really have a platform to, to host it on. She's like, well, Hey, can we do this together? You know, what do you think about doing this? I'm like, I'm of course I'm like, yes, easiest yes ever. Right. So, um, Caroline over, you know, the coming months and hopefully years we'll, you know, you never know how long these things go, but hopefully forever. Um, we'll be talking to makers in our community and kind of getting their backstory, why they do what they do, what they do well, and what they enjoy the most about this. You know, it's a, it's a great look at just kind of some insight of a lot of the people you hear us talking about in this instance of the first one, Sean Newton, long time, long time friend of the show and the podcast, um, and pen show, uh, attendee uh, we've seen many times at many different pin shows over the years and just a wonderful wonderful person and has a lot going on not just in pin making but also in their scholarship fund um that they've been running really, for almost a decade now like the og like i think it was yeah like the OG, og right like absolutely of, of this type of makeup pen like sean newton and still one of the youngest and still one of the youngest ones, the OG, yeah. but still one on the younger side of the scale. So <laughs> Sean's just a great person. And Caroline did a great job of, of, uh, interviewing yeah. and what Caroline's goal is, is to kind of have the same general bucket of questions for everyone, but it's a very, not necessarily in a Q and a style. It's just more of a conversational style and, uh, it came out beautifully so go check that out. We'll have a link in the show notes for that. Um, up next, I want to give a shout out to the Words and Roses podcast. This is a new podcast that many of you probably have not heard of. They're only on episode two right now. Mm-hmm. But it's for uh, my my friend uh, Miranda, who I met uh, streaming on Twitch as part of the Stationary Brew team. So Miranda Sanchez, she is the executive editor of Guides at IGN. But she is a very passionate stationary yep. fan. Uh does a lot with journaling, planning, has a lot of fountain pens, big fan of Sailor. Um, Miranda's like one of the perfect Twitter followers for me personally because it's Mm -hmm. like pens or games. It's like great. Right, yeah. (laughs) All your content. Yeah, she's brilliant. She's amazing. I got to meet her in person for the first time in San Francisco at our stationary brew uh, meetup where I also met uh, Chelsea, her podcast partner in this uh, of Those With Words. We'll have all the links uh, to all of these shows and Instagram handles and just a fascinating, uh, wonderful Instagram account, Those With Words. Definitely go give them a follow. But this show, I listened to the first episode. Um, There's already a second episode out. I have not caught yet, but it's going to be awesome for someone like myself who kind is more on the edge of journaling and planning and thinking about always thinking about like dabbling in doing more with my journals, planners, notebooks, stationery. Mm. And they're going to talk a lot about that, how they use things for note for as far as notebooks, planners, journals goes, uh, memory keeping, commonplace books, and everything that goes along with that. And it was just an awesome listen. Like they did a really, really good job. Um, with the the first show, I was I was very much I was almost taking notes listening to them how they use things because I found it that that interesting and fascinating. So, if you're into that, uh, you know the the notebook keeping, planning, journaling, as well as you know general stationery and pen stuff, definitely give Words and Roses a follow. And um, uh, Miranda and Chelsea on Instagram, and also the Stationery Brew team 
on uh, twitch.tv, which uh, Miranda and Chelsea are also a, a part of. So we'll give a shout out to them. So wonderful, wonderful people, and I'm glad they kicked this off. It's great. Lastly, Mike, I have had an item on my shopping list for, what, the entire year so far? It seems like since the beginning of the year, I've been waiting for Pilot Orochizuku ink cartridges. I feel like we've spoken about it so many times, (laughs) I'm surprised they weren't available before now. Well, because they got delayed. And I'm still not convinced that the delay is over, but other stores outside of Japan, they're starting to trickle in, right? So I think they were available. They got delayed, then they became available in Japan, and now... Uh, for example, Yoseka stationary, stationary. I got a link that said, hey, Yoseka is stocking them. Holy cow, these are expensive. Okay. <laughs> like, I knew they were going to be expensive. Yeah. All ink cartridges are a bad value, right? But there is a trade-off in, you know, usability and ease of use and portability and all those things. But a six-pack of Pilot is Roshizuku ink cartridges set me back $12. I, st- I, st- I went with one, <laughs> one six-pack. Uh, of cartridges instead of buying like all the colors that's a like even the sailor ones are a little might be like four for six dollars like it's still not great but it's still better um wow so we'll see if my idea i bought uh sukio which is like a midnight blue and that's the ink i always use in my namiki um galaxy and so i thought well maybe i'll try cartridges in this and i'll just stick with only cartridges and that so that's that's my idea right now maybe i'll end up with a second color but man they are they they are less cost effective than cartridges are normally are right cartridges are normally not where you want to shop if you're looking for uh best uh best cost uh per milliliter but this one is even more it's like wow so Hopefully, we'll start seeing them more widespread here as through throughout the end of the year. I think all of your standard retailers will start to get these in soon. At least I hope they do, and I think they'll they'll do fine. But yeah, that's that's a pretty big ask for ink cartridges. So anyway, I, I have mine on the way, and I will be testing them out soon. All right, I look forward to it because I want to yep. know if this is something that I want to go for. Right, you use enough pilot pens. You have like your M ninety that you always use. Like yeah. that's a good candidate. I would love for some you. options for that. I think yep. that's one I've mentioned before too. Like, so, uh, I'm looking at I the just link, get the pilot ones, like the kind of like the red or the purple cartridges or whatever. Right, I would love more color options for that. That would be really fun. Right, so Orochizuku's, I think the full lineup is about twenty or twenty four inks. So in the cartridges, they're starting with twelve colors. So that's you a, should have a wow that's a that's more than i would expect you to start with but guess what zero orange that's okay they have but they have two oranges you think one of them makes the cut for cartridges right but who knows Mm. but like if you have neither uh fuyugaki or or yuyaki made the cut so we'll see i mean i have enough orange (laughs) <laughs> so yeah and l- i mean listen to me i'm the one that ordered a blue so yeah well i like well, that but i didn't know momiji is nice momiji's really really good uh but i didn't order shinkai right i i'm okay. about through a bottle on that but murasaki I, I knew shikibu murasaki, murasaki shikibu is like a purple like a lilac mm-hmm. yeah that's really nice both mm. of that one and uh Mo- momiji is is really really good that's one i yeah. i really enjoy so huh. you can't go wrong. I mean, oh, Roshizuka is a good. Great, it's a good color. Yamabudo. Good colors. Good color. so, 
they're they're pricey though. It was it was interesting to see the price point. So it was like yikes. I'll wait to see what you got to say. I don't think I want to uh, jump in on I'm, those prices and then have to deal with the shipping and all that stuff too. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be perfectly fine. But it's mm-hmm. like, am I going to want to like stock up on these? Where I was thinking, oh, this could be a good thing for me to rotate more pilot stuff in there without having to necessarily like you know use ink bottles or travel more with them. But eh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure it'll be fine. All right, I think that's it for this episode. Action-packed. Action-packed. Good to have you back. Uh, I've been saving all these links anxiously to talk about uh, them with you. I already have a list of topics for next week. Oh, boy. um, That I either didn't put in uh, this week because I knew we'd have uh, plenty to just chit-chat about. Um, And then we'll, we'll have a whole, whole new list of fun stuff to talk about, including the wrap-up of the uh, the Panatic Raffle for St. Jude. Yeah, please go to uh, go to the show notes and you can find the links that you need there. And you can please go donate at stjude.org slash relay. And you you know, helping us in the fight against childhood cancer. And you can also have the chance of winning uh, something really awesome for yourself too. Uh, thanks again to everybody who donates. Thanks again to everybody, including Brad, who helps put this together. Really appreciate you. Um, but go to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 531 if you want to find all of the links to this episode. We've got quite a lot of links in there, actually. Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to see it in the Ruto mod block. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's, it might be worth... That's worth it's worth the click, that. yeah. That's worth yeah. the price of admission right there. Even if it's not real. I, I just don't know what I think about it. They it's tag Montblanc in this post. If it wasn't real, this post would have been taken down. I am sure Montblanc does not play around with this stuff. Possibly. I, uh, that, that would actually make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, thanks so much for listening to this episode. Thank you to Penn Chalet and Sandbox for their support of the show. If you want to find Brad online, go to penaddict.com. He's at Dowdyism on Twitter, penaddict on Instagram, twitch.tv slash penaddict. If you want to find Brad streaming three times a week, I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E, and we'll both be back on the next episode of The Pen Addict. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>